0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, the leading global payments provider helping sellers keep more of their hard-earned money. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and welcome to another episode of Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, Episode 104: Why Your Amazon Listing Isn't Converting. I don't know, but we'll find out today. If you're tuning in for the first time or the 104th time, welcome. Thank you for joining us live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Or if you're watching us later, just don't have time with your busy schedule and you're watching us later on YouTube, that's fine as well. I appreciate you stopping in just to hear a little bit about our little show in the corner of the internet that I like to call it crossover commerce. It's presented by ping pong payments and a little bit about ping pong before we get started. We transfer more than $150 million a day for e-commerce sellers, just like you worldwide, helping over 1 million customers. Now we have processed over $90 billion, billion with the B, don't get it mistaken with with any sort of T or anything other acronym like that, $90 billion to date in cross-border payments. It's huge. And to start saving money today, you can actually sign up for free in the Show notes below. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, The promo code or the code that you can use is CC podcast. That CC podcast stands for crossover commerce. Really cool over here in marketing department. So go ahead and check that out. Click and sign up for free today. But again, welcome to everyone who's watching us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube. We love having our audience interact with the show. That's the beauty of this show is that it's not just about me. It's about our guests that I bring on the show. I'm super excited to have such an engaging, uh, peer group that has reached out to me, or I've reached out to them to share our insights, tips, and tricks in the Amazon e commerce space. That's why we've developed the show, and that's why it's grown to over 100 plus episodes to date. So, with that being said, if you have a question for myself or our guests, go ahead and ask those live. Put those in the comment section below, and we'll throw them up on the screen, just like magic, and we'll make sure that we get those answered for you as well. If you don't catch us live, no problem whatsoever. Just tag us in those comments section. And we'll make sure we get those sorted out as well. Again, do me a favor since we go live so often. Again, two to five times a week is what I'm doing uh, on a weekly basis. You go ahead and subscribe to us on social media, on Facebook, YouTube, or uh, uh, Instagram. Follow myself as well. Just search Ryan Kramer on any social media podcast, or I should say podcast uh, platform, uh, even on Clubhouse. Now that Clubhouse is on Android phone, now we can get all that. Uh, to our Android devices as well. Just search uh, myself or ping pong payments and subscribe by hitting that notification bell as well But again, it's not about myself. It's about the guests that come on the show I call them friends of the show and this one uh, this late woman. I should say not lady woman lady uh, Friend has come on now for the second time and I'm super excited to have her back on We're talking about why Amazon listing isn't converting just about her Amy Weiss is the CEO of Amazing At-Home E-Commerce Consulting. Her coaching focuses on helping brands develop unique products, validate them in a marketplace and source profitable margins and launch them with amazing brand messaging, copywriting and search engine optimization. She shares her skills by teaching classes at business organizations all around the world, sourcing trips. She does sourcing trips in China and also covers these concepts in her e-commerce tips and tricks podcast called The Seller Roundtable with another former guest. Uh, any or not, uh, with sellerroundtable.com. Uh, she Amy is an expert planner with 18 years of military experience, and she holds three undergraduate and two graduate degrees as well. Super smart, super insightful in terms of developing products, creating different ways of sourcing, wholesaling, you name it. She's covering it all in her courses. Check her out on uh, amazingathome.com. Again, that link may be found in the show notes below, but welcome back to the show, On Crossover Commerce, Amy Weiss of Amazing at Home. Amy, what's up? How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. I know I wanted to have you on for my 100th, but you were just off gallivanting in Mexico like (laughs) like, uh, uh, like a person who can travel the world. I guess that's the beauty of e-commerce, right? You can just do that.
1: Yeah, we love it. That's that's one of the
0: really fun things
1: about um, being in private label, being in e-commerce, uh, and even having a service-based business that happens to be digital. It's really, really nice to be able to travel and, and work anywhere home. Home can be anywhere you want it to be. So we get to be amazing at home anywhere we are. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> exactly. Anyway, most of us were stuck at home, but since we had you on last time of the show, you've kind of grew your audience and grew your uh, product line. You've been doing all sorts of stuff. So maybe like catch us up since the last time you were on, maybe back in November, October, around then. What have you been up to? How was how's the business going? What's new?
1: Well, I mean, it's going good. We finished up our, um, we redid our listing optimization masterclass. Um, and you know, there's been a lot of changes on Amazon in the last year. Like it's been crazy, right?
0: Last two weeks.
1: I know. It seems like it's all like we're always seeing that. And, you know, this morning I was on a bunch of client calls and we were Tuesday is a big coaching day for me. And um, this morning we were just talking about that. Like that was the thread. We were talking about shipping charges. They have tripled, sometimes quadrupled in the last um, year. You know, so it's really we're talking about Q4 and prepping for all of that. Um, In my own private label brands, I'm working on actually wrapping up my brands to sell them. Um, You know, there's some other things that I want to do. I've been getting more into some other um, income streams like real estate. And of course, I'll always be in e-commerce. I absolutely love e-commerce.
0: That's good to hear. I was a little worried there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I'm definitely ready to to focus because when you start a focus on one or two things versus having so much going on, right? Uh, and when you first start on this journey, you don't really know what you're meant to be, what you're meant to do. And um, so I've discovered that over time. So it's time to make some adjustments. And um, and I really would love to play in another category as well. Um, so I have some passions for products that I definitely want to launch, but it's hard to do it everywhere, right? You don't want to, for me personally, it, I can't have a pet brand and a kitchen brand. And you know, it, it's just, it's too hard. So, um, so I, I'm looking forward to wrapping up my pet brand and getting that going um, and then playing again in another category.
0: That's amazing. And so what's it been like in that process? Cause we've had people on the show since we last spoke multiples are at an all time high. They're going to keep growing. Are you working? Like maybe can you give us some insight? Are you working with a broker? Or are you trying to go for a certain number? can you like peek behind the curtain real quick of you don't have to tell us any specifics, but what's kind of like the process been like for you?
1: It's, it's a little bit confusing, right? Because right now we're in the very early stages. So we're just figuring out where we're at and where we're going. We're identifying the areas that we need to correct, um, to, you know, get the most out of our sale, um, and, and all of that. So that's where we're at right now. Um, I love um, Yelka Billy over at Fortunate. She's been Great. incredibly helpful for me in learning um, what I need to be focused on, right? What what should I be focused on? What's um, what's going to increase my valuation, all that kind of stuff. But we're in the very early stages. So um, gotcha. we're identifying what we need to do um, to, yeah, have that happen. But
0: yeah, Yellows great on the show too. Friend of the show. Uh her and yeah, her and her team are just doing fantastic stuff. They're they just had their biz- biggest exit I think to date most recently in the last couple of weeks. So exciting and, stuff know, for them.
1: You know, another reason that I really want to go through this process is so that I can also help, you know, I I coach so many brands and so many entrepreneurs and it's important for me to also have gone through this process so that I can help them prepare their businesses from the very beginning with the end right. in mind. If selling is their end, if I've gone through this process myself, then I'm able to speak to that as well. So uh, it's it's multifaceted and it's really great to learn it um, from all angles.
0: Absolutely. And, and that's the thing is people are still trying to navigate the minefield, right? It's, one person saying one thing. There's another company that's popping up that maybe wants to acquire you. Is it private equity? What is it yeah. going to be? Uh, yeah, we had a Facebook yellow as the best. You know, hey, guys. <laughs> uh, anonymous right now, but if you, if you could tell us your name, we'll uh, give you a shout out on the show. So thanks for tuning in. Anonymous Facebook user out there, if you're not y'all. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's awesome. So traveling a little bit, you're speaking, you're growing your brand. You're going to refocus, <laughs> of course. I, I figured who it, hey, out it was. <laughs> she, she just doesn't allow Facebook to get access on a certain group event. So, Sharon, I apologize for that. What's up? Uh, yeah, Sharon and I were chatting the other day. She had liked my uh, Lego Iron Man. She goes, I thought it was going to be like an endearing thing. Like, hey, that looks really cool, Ryan. Um, you know, you have a great setup, which, you know, lots of normal people say that to me. But she's like, my son, who is, I believe, five or four, uh, said he wouldn't really enjoy that. And I go, I either feel like a really big kid or uh you know that kid has a really good taste so i'm gonna go with the latter on that one so <laughs> but really good i sent her the amazon link where my my wife got it for me but yeah fun stuff like that we're all we're all kids at heart but anyways um we got you on here because you wanted to chat about a little bit about you know what what's good co- what's converting what why are people why listings are not converting or what might be the problem with it And you talked about this on the mastermind call. I want to say a couple of days ago, we had on Friday, there is a lot of different mentality. People go into an Amazon listing and what's actually going to push them over the edge of what they're searching for. But you wanted to take a different approach of why isn't a listing not converting? What did you mean by that when you had uh, initially reached out about that?
1: Well, I mean, something people often assume that I'm, just a coach. But actually, I got started it, amazing at home was actually started by my copywriting. And I actually grew as a coach and grew into a coach, because I was a really great copywriter. And I also knew SEO very well I was a big SEO nerd. So and those are the two key components. Um, you know, the number one reason that your listing is not converting is because customers can't find you. You don't have the right SEO in your listing, and in e-commerce, you know this is something. Whenever I'm working with brick and mortar brands that are wanting to uh, get into e-commerce, this is something that is, you know, the hardest thing for them to understand because they're like, "Well, yeah, but no, 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 no. We call the product this," and it's like, "Yeah, but that's not the keyword that people use to find this product online." So sometimes when we have these preconceived notions about our products and what people call them or what keyword we should be going after, we miss out on the opportunity to be in front of those customers who would become really great buyers of our products. So that's the number one reason your listing isn't converting is because they can't find you. If the customer can't find you, they can't buy from you. And you wouldn't believe how many people don't search for their own listings like they're the customer. And that's one of the easiest hacks. Just get out there, pretend that you don't know anything about your product other than that you need this thing, right, and start searching for it just like the customer would. Don't just search on Amazon, search on Google, search on all the different search engines, look everywhere for it. And you're gonna find out whether or not you are appearing in front of that customer, you're gonna find out what they care about, you're gonna see on Google questions they ask about it, Um, One of my favorite keyword extensions is Keywords Everywhere. That's a Google Chrome extension. And that'll tell you what the keyword trends are, what else people are searching for, related keywords. Um, And I just, I love that. So uh, I think the first thing that people neglect to do is actually learn what customers call their product and what keywords they need to use. And then the other thing that people often do in terms of SEO is they try to rank for everything they try right. to you know it but it maybe, uh, you know it's it's a coffee mug for uh grandpas but maybe or for batman lovers but maybe <laughs> superman lovers are gonna buy it too like so shouldn't I have Superman in my in my keywords? No, it's for Batman lovers. Like it's no, (laughs) you know, it's a coffee mug. You can also call it a coffee cup. You can call it different things. But if you start using a bunch of different keywords that aren't related, you're not going to rank for anything. Because what the search engine does is it crawls your listing, it crawls the words in your listing and it looks for related keywords. And if it sees other related keywords, search engines are very smart. And Amazon search engine actually converts at six times higher than any other e-commerce platform. That's huge. That's amazing. Yeah. Because they show more relevant results to people searching for listings, right? For keywords. So that's the thing. If you want to be if you want to be the most relevant result, you have to think like the search engine thinks when you write your listing. So, I mean, that's, that's the number one thing that you can do is learn how the search engine works and also make sure that you're very relevant for the page one that you wanna be on. And don't just pick like a really broad keyword, right? Like water mm-hmm. bottle, don't pick water bottle, pick Something with water bottle in it, but that's medium to long tail that you can really get in front of that customer who's looking for that, your product, the exact thing that's going to meet their needs. So that's the first thing is getting found. And um, and that's the first mistake that people make. And you can't convert if nobody can find you.
0: Right? And if and, it, and give me, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're too broad and people are not like clicking on or converting on, under that broad search, Amazon will ding you lower and lower, even though you're very applicable to these other, you know, keywords, if you're going in a broad search and you have listed your list, have your listing as that it will ding you lower and lower across the board just because it's not applicable. Right?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, they're going to see you as less relevant for that. So what I often see people do is they'll kind of write their listing and then they'll run PPC for those keywords that they really Mm want to sell under but those keywords are not in their listing. So they're not the most relevant result. So not only do they get bad placement on their PPC because PPC goes off of relevancy is your number one factor. Right. And so if you're, cause the search engine wants to make people happy. Amazon wants people to see ads at the top of the page that are gonna convert, right? So if your listing isn't seen as very relevant and you're bidding on the keyword water bottle all day long, you know, and really you're 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 selling a cup with a straw, you know. You're not going to be relevant for that, and you're going to just pay for a lot of clicks in no man's land. That's what I call no man's land. You know, you're going to pay for a lot of clicks that don't convert. But on the other side, on the flip side, if you're super relevant and you know, like double walled. Um, cup with straw. I don't know mm-hmm. what the
0: word is right now. Insulated but cup with straw, up, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Insulated cup with straw, perfect. If if you're in front of that customer, you know, and, and not only that, it's a blue cup, right? If you're in front of that customer, your chances of converting, instead of paying for curious clicks, is gonna be really, really high. So that's really step one. And then step two to converting, is making sure that you when that customer clicks on your listing that they're going they're not going to scroll that's my number one rule is nope we don't we don't let them scroll they don't need to scroll <laughs> like they need to look right there they need to look through all of your photos and they need to see everything and then they you know they need to all of your questions like their questions they need to be answered in your photos, bottom line. And we have a formula for this that works incredibly well. I mean, everybody who's been through our Listing Optimization Masterclass, we teach them this formula, we teach them to draft their listing and write it, and then they create photos in this order to convert people. And it's just like instant increase in conversions. So, and then when they actually, the last step after we write a listing, cause we want to make it very human readable first. The last step is to add in the SEO before we go live with that listing. So the first step is to draft it in this templated format that we use. The second step is to use that templated format to design your photos so that you actually have, you're representing what you're writing in your listing. And then the last step is to add in the SEO. So now the customer can find you You're super relevant for that main keyword, and you know what that main keyword is because you studied the customer. And then when they get to your listing, they go through your photos and you have created doubt. You have created doubt in their mind about every other product out there. And this is the product for them. And they're going to, if they go to other products, if they do scroll and they go to other products, they're going to go through their photos and their photos are going to be feature heavy and they're not Mm going to be focused on the customer's needs. And they're going, Ah, but that one, that other one that I just looked at, it said that it was for me. You know, this one doesn't say that. It was made. So, just
0: for me, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's it's really a, a psychological process. So it's important to pay attention to it, and it works. It works every time, and it works so beautifully.
0: So I, with that being said, what makes something not scrollable? Like, what what makes something that's going to capture the attention? Is it the placement of the f- photos in what order? or is it how the photo or the product is displayed? What, which of those kind of are gonna well, keep our attention from them scrolling down and looking through everything?
1: It's a, It's a combination of both, right? Okay. So you definitely, you have to think about, first of all, what does your product look like on that page one, on your ideal page one, right? You have to think about that first. That's your number one thing because you have to look at yourself on the page next to all those other products. Is your price good? Is your offer good? Does your title make sense or is it just a bunch of stuffed keywords, right? Are you actually calling out your differentiation in the title? Um, That's really, really important is when you're on the page, when they're scrolling through the pages, looking for options, whether it's your ad or your organic placement, is it a juicy offer? Are they going to look at it and go, Ooh, there's something about that. I I really want to click that, right? That's number one. So before they even get to your listing, you have to think, how are they going to get to my listing? Are they going to click? Am I showing up on the page? And how do I look on that page? Do I have the reviews? Do I have the price? Do I have, is the offer awesome? Right? And then once they click into that, they're going to go through your photos first. They're going to go through your photos first. And the main thing that I see people do is their photos, they'll have a really great written listing and their listing will talk about, you know, all the benefits to their product and the photos, just are just feature heavy or they're super boring or they look like everybody else's. So what I love to do is really take them on a journey through the photos that's answering all their questions. And I have a five bullet point strategy that we have used from the very beginning and it's the same template we use every time and it just works, it works. And the first bullet point, which is your second photo after your main photo, tip for the main photo. If you can, this doesn't work for every product. But if you can make your packaging as retail as possible, make it look retail, go to the store, pick up other products. If you live in another country and you're not sure what retail looks like in America, look up unboxings on YouTube for your competitor's products. Right. So you can see what their retail packaging looks like. Um, I was on a coaching call this morning and the client said that they actually took the sleeve off of their box cuz i was like hey i don't like this box in your main photo it just doesn't it doesn't look good uh, i can't read all the words they're blocked off it just it's you know and he explained, well, we took the sleeve off because we didn't, you know, it's it's more of like a retail box and we didn't, we did, we took the sleeve off the box. And I was like, don't do that, Americans see value. And he was like, well, it makes it look more giftable. And I was like, no, Americans give gifts with retail packaging, like it's a thing, exactly.
0: right? That's what's gonna make you stand out above your competition, it's already giftable.
1: Yeah, and so the thing is like, if you can make your packaging as retail as possible um, and make it look very retail, Customers trust things that are in retail. And if they can look on that main photo and go, oh, I think I've seen something like that at Walmart or Macy's, ooh, okay, I'm gonna click on that one. You will get more clicks on your main photo if you have packaging. And and I understand, not every product fits that rule, so you do have to split test this, but that's just a tip for your, your main photo. But your second photo and your first bullet point should explain why the customer should buy your product. And when we say the customer, who is your customer? I can't tell you how many people launch products and have no idea why that customer buys that product. They're just like, well, it looked good on Jungle Scout. (laughs) You
0: know, no. It made it look really good, yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And you know, I was reviewing a listing this morning and it was for a knife. And this particular knife was um, made in a certain shape And that shape was associated with a certain type of knife. And I went and read, and what this person had done is they had, they made assumptions about what the customer wanted in a knife, instead of looking at what the customer wants in this type of knife. Hmm. And so we went and we looked at some blog posts about like how to use this type of knife and why you would want one. And, um, and, you know it was so clear that you have to think you have to think about the customer journey the customer whenever they're looking to buy something they go on this journey they go on google and they start kind of researching it we're researchers we love it you know like if we're looking for a dog toy for our dog we're going to go on google and we're going to be like Okay, my dog is chewing. Like, I need something to stop the chewing, you know? And we're going to look that up and we're going to check it out and we're going to read everything that we can read. We're going to see what the veterinarians say. We're going to see what the best best is one of the highest searched keywords across the internet in terms of products, right? We're going to see what the best recommended products are. We're going to look up all these things. So, when we write a listing or when we develop a product, we shouldn't just be looking at bad reviews. Nobody's searching for toiletry bag with a bad zipper or with a better zipper. People are searching for those features and benefits that they find when they go on this customer journey. They're looking for the toiletry bag with the most space that's not gonna break open. Maybe it's waterproof, I don't know. You know, I haven't looked for a toiletry right. bag in a long time. <laughs> but the bottom line is we wanna take that same journey. So for this first bullet point and this second photo, We really want to take that same journey. We want to figure out what the customer cares about. And our copy needs to explain how this product is made just for them. So even if I'm selling this boring cup that a million other people are selling, if I can get them to my listing and I can explain how it's specially made for them and it is going to keep their drink the perfect temperature all day, it's especially made for that. And I can point that out it's going to sell so much better because nobody else is doing that. Other people are not doing that. Their point, I can guarantee you, if I go on Amazon right now and I look at listings for cups, I'm gonna see all of this stainless steel, who cares? Why, why is it stainless steel? What is it going to do for them, right? So all the photos, the infographics, they're so feature heavy, they're feature heavy. Comes with the straw, comes with a lid, who cares? Is it airtight? You know, how much water does it hold? You know, how long does it maintain the temperature? Is it going to quench my thirst? That's what I want to know, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's the thing. People are just, they kind of just copy everybody else's photos and they don't think through the customer process. But if you follow that journey and that's the first thing you do when you're looking at what a customer is thinking about, not only are you going to discover better ways to develop your products and better ways to appeal to the customer, but you're actually gonna want it, you're gonna know why they buy this product and you're gonna know how to sell it to them. So that's your first bullet point and that's your second photo. And the easy formula is, I I think this comes from Donald Miller. I don't know, I've been using this formula forever, but it's problem, solution, life now. That's the formula. Problem, what is the customer's problem? Specific to your product, what is their problem? Solution: What is your unique solution? How is it especially for them? Dan Martell, he's an incredible, mm-hmm. um, an incredible SaaS um, mentor, and he's got an amazing mastermind. And I got to go through that mastermind, and he says, you know, the number one thing that people are looking for when they visit a web page is, is this for me? You have to answer that question. That's the first question you must answer, and it needs to be specifically for them. How is it specifically for them? So that's your solution, right? And even if you're selling the same boring product as everybody else, if you tell them about how it's for them, you're going to do better, period, dot, end of story. And then what does their life look like now? So if you're looking for a really great way to design your EBC, that's a really great way. You can actually start with what their life looks like now. My thirst is quenched, right? And hey, are you looking for a cup that has this, this, and this? Have we got the solution for you? We've designed this just for you, right? That's the thing. Tell them what they want to hear. Show them what they want to see, right? But know that from the beginning. So that if if I could say nothing else during our time together today, that is the one thing most people are getting wrong. And they're not showing that in their listing. And especially if they're selling kind of an off-the-shelf product that they haven't differentiated much, they're not doing a better job than their competitors of showing how it's just for that customer
0: you know what you just described to me is a pitch on shark tank that that exact si- sort of hey they come in they they make their statement they said this is the problem they like spill something on their shirt they let something get torn up something's ruined blah 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 blah. they go enter solution and now this is what your life looks like and that's that's what you're doing with the listing but very condensed with photography and then your amazon listing you just literally pitch yourself to the customer that is going to invest $25.99 in your product. Uh, so that, that's what it instantly reminds me of that solution when people invest into that kind of, you know, company or whatever it is. So th- those are all amazing. So is it, is there like data behind like why the second image and why the first bullet point, is it, is it just like there are lots of case studies or what's well, kind of the. On
1: mobile, your bullet points show up last. Okay. So you right. need to also make sure you're starting your description or EBC with kind of that call to action, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: also when you think about the, cu- the customer's question that they ask when they get to your listing, they see your main photo, they saw maybe a part of your title that said, oh, this, um, this one keeps your drink colder longer. Oh, cool, you know, click on it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they get in there and your main photo is just your main photo. They already saw that. They're gonna look at the next photo. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, what was the question that every customer asks, is this for me? Mm -hmm. If you're not answering that, have you ever gone to a listing or gone to a webpage and you're like, you're just scrolling through the photos and you're just like, okay, but what? But how big is it? Oh wait, but will it fit? Uh, Can I use it in the kitchen? Can I put it in the dishwasher? Like you're asking all these questions and you just get kind of frustrated. At the end of that, if the photos don't answer your questions, do you feel like reading the listing?
0: No. Yeah, you abandon immediately. Exactly. At least I do.
1: <laughs> me too. I do. I'm like, oh, this is not for me. <laughs> this is, I don't even understand this. I, I just I judge the photo. quality
0: of the. Yeah, I judge the quality of the photo. If it's really bad Photoshop, I'm like, not worth my time because th- this is the thing I meant to chime in on our mess group is people said they look at imagery first and that's the foremost. And I agree with that but I also think that there's a point at which a buyer will see the quality of the time that they invested into this. Does that make sense? Like the quality of the effort, I should say the effort in general put into this will come through and that gets appreciated in different ways, whether it's just quality of photography, quality of product, all those different things will come through in terms of the time spent on that listing. If it's not spent on all those different things, like you said, product listing imagery, it's, it's not going to convert. Well, and people just think it's half half ass basically and thrown up there. And you're going to be one of these people who just get tossed out or don't make it on Amazon.
1: And I think the big thing that you have to think about is the quality that the customer sees when they pay for something, when they add it to their cart, they want to feel good about. So if, especially if you're choosing to be higher end, I've seen people all the time, you know, in this work i see people all the time they're like well but i'm higher end okay but what are you doing to help the customer feel like you know most of these are around the 22 dollar price point and yours is 36.99 what are you doing to help that customer feel like oh my gosh i'm like i feel good about this like i am gonna get the value that i paid for this product and i can't wait for it to arrive what are you doing and then after the fact, after they open up the box, how is your unboxing experience? Are mm. you helping them feel welcome? Are you helping them to feel like? A, I, I see a lot of people; they don't even have instructions, and they're like, "Well, it's in my listing."
0: Yeah, I don't okay. think if ever referred back to the listing just to tell yeah, me. I don't like, build a yeah, yeah, I'm
1: gonna go back to your Amazon listing and look and see how I use this product. No, like, take the time. Don't just do an insert for a free product. Like, take a time, Take the time to help that whole unboxing experience get them to connect with you now amazon has like removed all your ability to connect with the customer uh take the time to connect with them through your packaging and through your inserts and you know we tell our customers in our packaging and inside of our inserts like hey we're here for you thank you so much we're here for you here's some tips to have an even better experience with the product if you have any questions at all we want to hear from you do not return this product to the store. Contact us. We're here to take care of you. So that is so, so, so important because that's your, that's your way to help the customer feel like, oh, you know what? This is one of those companies that I can actually call and they, they actually care. And by the way, just for those people that want to know, I paid for a vanity number for like two years. I didn't get one call on it. We had an 800 well, number for a while. Number, yeah. Yeah. And we never got one call. People would be happy. They'd always reach out to us and they still do on Facebook, Instagram. Right. So, you know, you would make it easy for them and they will. They, if you, if you make them feel like you actually care.
0: So well, the, yeah, that builds part of your brand uh, trust. If you have a one hand number, Number, but I don't know anyone who actively opts into Calling a one-hand number if they have to. Yeah. I I avoid it at all costs, like you said. So that's really cool. Uh, I've heard somebody in terms of the warranty aspects, putting in their listing or in their imagery, and it instantly makes it feel more high end or that they could trust it. Do you, do you suggest doing something like that whether you're yes. offering in general a warranty or any sort of like guarantee? I, I say guarantee, and I and I tentatively say guarantee in the terms of. We will replace it for you if it's broken. It's not lifetime, but we will fix it if there's anything wrong with it.
1: So if you look at, if you've ever gone through any sales training um, and Stephanie Scheller is one of my favorite marketing mentors and salespeople, and she did my first sales training here in San Antonio at uh, the Small Business Development Center. Um, And she talked about how there's, this sales cycle the this customer has been going through this same sales cycle for years and years and years and years. So if you haven't learned any sales, and you're really wanting to increase your conversions and increase your, um, your overall sales, grow your sales, you want to learn something about how the customer moves through the sales process. And the first thing that they're wondering is like, tell me, tell me what the primary benefit is, like, tell me why I should be here. And you should have my attention, right? We've already talked about that talked about that. And then our second bullet point is always, what do I get? What's included? And that's your next photo. Your next photo and your next bullet point is always, what do I get? What's included? Show the size, show the shape, show what it is, right? What matters to the customer and why you included that stuff, right? It's like you go to buy a car. We all hate going to buy a car, right? (laughs) Maybe some people like it. I don't know. But the salesman They want to show you, you know, oh yeah, this car, what's special about this one. And we just bought, we just bought a new truck. And it was the same thing. Like every salesperson walked us through what was special about this one, right? So first they kind of warm up to you. They're making that initial rapport. And then it's like that, have I got something for you? Like, let's be friends. Like that's our, that's our bullet point number one. It's just for you and we're friends, right? Our bullet point number two is, okay, what do you get? Like, Ooh, I'm interested in this one over here. You got my, you got my attention now. What do I get? And so that's why that's needs to be your next photo and your next bullet point needs to explain that. Right. And then I always do quality next because in the sales cycle, that's where the first objection comes in. Is it going to break? They want, uh, Oh, okay. It seems good. It seems good. Everything's included. I, I really like it. It's the right size. It's perfect. Mm, is it going to break? Do you have a return policy? What if? The what ifs is the next question that comes in the sales cycle. So that's why we write our listings that way and that's why we put the photos in this order and it's why it works so well. Um, So yeah, this is where, now here's the thing about your question, Ryan. You were talking about like, okay, do you include the warranty? Depends on the product, right? Because some people, the thing is here's the science behind it. If you just have a 30 day if you just have a 30 day guarantee or 30 day money back guarantee, the customer autumn, they did studies on this. The customer automatically sees that as a negative. Yep. They don't see it as like, "Oh, I have 30 days. Awesome. I can use it for a whole month. No, they're like, mm, this thing's going to break on day 31. After 31. <laughs> yeah, exactly. percent agree with, with that. Before. Same I've thing with the year before. long,
0: same thing with the year. I always like, it's going to be a year and a month and something's <laughs> going to break. I promise. you. Yep.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. So the thing is, if you don't have a product that fits that, right, then just focus on the quality and on your customer service, right? Focus on like, hey, we really do use really great quality steel here. It's meant Mm -hmm. to last. It's built to last. We stand behind what your satisfaction is important to us, you know, so you don't always have to go into the one year or the five year or the 30 day, or in fact, sometimes it's not always good unless you have a lifetime warranty, you know, maybe, or a five year warranty is pretty good, right? But but either way, give the customer uh, that satisfaction, help them understand like, Hey, we care and we're here for you. And we stand behind that. This is a really quality product. We took the time. It's carefully designed just for you. And if, if you're not happy with it, we're happy to take it back or give you a refund that, no risk. There's no risk here. We got you, right? Like that's the point. So I always do that at bullet point number three, instead of bullet point number five, and everybody else does it at bullet point number five. Um, and the other thing is customers don't really read past bullet point number three because especially on mobile because they make it hard. You have to like click to see more and it's at the bottom. So why wouldn't I put that there? And again, remember they're not going to really read your listing until after they've gone through your photos and decided that it's worth reading. And if you haven't done that, you know, you're, you're in trouble there. Um, So anyway, the next bullet point, the next thing that we want to focus on is after you have your quality guarantee, the next thing that customers are wondering about, what do you think it is? What do you think? So first it's like, okay, is this for me? And then it's like, what do I get? And then it's like, but is it going to break? And then they're like, okay, I feel good. It's not going to break, but this is where they have their second objection and they can't decide if they really need it. This is like the need versus want, right? Right. If you think about it, you know, you're like, it's like yeah. buying that fancy car. You're like, oh, but do I really need all these extra features? I don't know. I can like it a lot, but I don't know if I really need it. And so this is where you're going to take the time and actually go through and say, hey, we're going to show you all the different ways you can use this. You can use it in your kitchen, in your bathroom, in your garage and in your RV, you know, or this is how easy it is to use. It's three easy steps. You're just, you're going to love it. You know, it's, and then whatever it is, you want to just show the multiple benefits of the product. You want to the show above and beyond
0: that it's there for you, just that yes. one thing, but it can be done with more things. Yeah,
1: exactly. So you're going to show multiple uses or how to use, you know, and all the different ways it can be used. And that's a great, my favorite photo is like the quad photo, you know, like the quad photo, it's like camping bathroom kitchen. I don't know. Anyway. Yep. Um, so that's always our bullet point number four in our next photo. And then our last bullet point. So again, if we still haven't convinced them that it's for them, we have an opportunity to convince them that they could buy it for someone else. <laughs> so- exactly. The giftable
0: feature. Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. So you always want to do giftable now, I always say like if you're, and here's the thing, I want to talk to you guys about SEO for a second, okay? Don't forget that you can actually, one day you might wanna run PPC for like a gifting keyword. And if you have written the terrible gifting bullet that I've seen, unfortunately, so many copywriters write, um, just because you hire a copywriter doesn't mean they know SEO, right? (laughs) So <laughs> just saying, I have unfortunately exactly. literally hundreds of agency listings, like, you know, but the bottom line is, I've seen so many gifting bullets and people write these gifting bullets are like, it's the perfect gift for, nobody's searching for perfect gift for, they are searching for birthday gifts for five-year-olds. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are searching for that. They are searching for best baby shower gifts. They are, you, look for what they're actually searching for. If you're not sure, Put it in the Amazon search bar. It'll show you some auto suggestions. Then pull up that page and see, hey, would my product stick out here? So actually write the gifting bullet. Don't just say, it's the perfect gift for birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, New Year's. No. (laughs) No, don't do
0: it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever used the word perfect for this. Like, yeah, everyone already knows, like, of course it's perfect. I suggested it for that reason. Like, no one's going to do that, so.
1: And if you're going to take the time to write that it's the perfect baby shower gift, do a photo that actually shows it as a baby shower gift. Sure. Do that. Because people want to visualize it, right? We shop with our eyes. So that's, you know, really think of who it's the perfect gift for and really focus on that. Like, is it the perfect gift for college graduates? All right, let's show it off, right? Like, help them visualize that. All right. So, and this is a perfect opportunity too. this bullet point is the one bullet point that I change seasonally. So if it's a product that can be changed, so if it really does make a great mother's day gift, but then the rest of the year, it makes a great birthday gift. Well then right before mother's day, I make sure I get that bullet changed, get it in there. And I have, I change out the photo too. Right. Um, so some is other photos- suggestion
0: when you do that, like how, how early do you do that before mother's day um, A couple of weeks or
1: well yeah at least a couple weeks because um alone like my google ads campaigns take about two weeks to spin up um ppc campaigns if you notice like if after a week sometimes especially if that listing is not like super relevant like if you only have a few of those keywords in there you get that one gifting bullet but it's primarily something else and it's going to take time for you to get impressions so you right. want to like do it and then you want to set up your campaigns and you want to give it like, so I would say two weeks is the perfect time to to have it done so that you've got two weeks of spin up time. Um, same thing for Christmas, you know, like look at those Christmas bullet or look at those Christmas keywords really presented that way. Um, but yeah, bullet point number five is perfect for that. Uh, it's really awesome. And then as far as converting, so the we've only used six photos now. We've gone through our our five bullet points, our six photos. And so I love to do a life now photo. What does their life look like now? Is their thirst quenched? Or do they get to spend more time with their cat? Like you should have a photo showing that their life now. And really, you know, it doesn't even need to have the product in it. It could have the branding in it, that'd be fine. But either way, like you you should have a lifestyle image that shows their life now in your life now formula, right? Um, the other thing, other, other photos that work really good, especially if you're in supplements, um, is like comparison photos where you're talking about like right. brand X, brand Y, right, and, and really focus on that. Um, another thing that I love to do in supplements is, um, oh, the other side of things is authority. So if your product is not giftable right? If it's just not giftable, if you're selling headlights, you know, I mean, I'm not really going to buy those for anyone for a gift. So, (laughs) but it's something you need, right? So this is your opportunity to really either show your authority in the space, right? Like, you know, speak to the car geek, speak to the, and you're going to do that in the rest of your bullets anyway. But, um, you know, why we chose led or why we're, you know, in really Walk them through that, right? Um, or why um, why choose us? Like this is your why choose us opportunity outside of your description, right? Um, and then you can always have a photo to represent that as well, um, because there's there's a lot of headlight makers, right? So why choose us? You know, we've been in the business for 25 years. Right. And, um, don't do too much of that, right? Like a lot of people focus on them and not the customer. The customer's the hero. You always want to focus on the customer. You want to make them feel special, but when we are in that last final thing it's like we got you we got you we've been doing this for a long time why not another headlight well we, we got you here right so those are my suggestions that is my conversion strategy it's it's works it works so well i mean we've had people come through our listing optimization masterclass, just change their photos out using that formula and they went from like five percent conversions and being you know they were on page one with their ads everything like that percent conversions to over
0: 30 percent that's amazing i mean just as simple as that like i feel like a lot of people are like what's wrong with my product but it could just be like how you how it's literally packaged online and they're like do i just have a crappy product did i do this wrong more often than not it's not it's the disc why do you think there's such a disconnect by how sellers think versus how buyers buy does that make sense like how, how sellers sell versus how buyers buy
1: i think that we've kind of fall in love with our products. I'm guilty of this too. You know, um, I didn't even realize that I was communicating my product and we, we, the wrong way, right? Like, or not necessarily to all of the customers pain points. And I think we see other brands, you know, I, I often see brand new brands trying to like replicate like Coca-Cola where they'll come up with some like tagline. It's like, nobody knows your brand yet. Like, you know, it's it's not as effective when nobody knows you yet. Sometimes you have to, you gotta get to the top of the funnel. You need to warm them up first, right? Tell them right. how, you know, you really created this just for them. Um, and so I think that it's hard, it's hard, you know? And we learn more as we sell more. Um, but one of the biggest things, you know, I've got a couple of business degrees, but if I had to do it over again, I would go back to school for marketing because marketing is where it's at, right? That's what's right. making the sales. It's like, you know, we, we have all the, we have the bad gurus in this space. Um, we have good gurus and we have bad gurus, but the bad gurus are just really good marketers. (laughs) I I agree.
0: And that's what, yeah, that's why I tell people, I go, you can't hate on them because of the content they're selling. You have to hate on them because they're really good at marketing and they just beat you and they like converted somebody better than you. That's simply all it is. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. And so I'm like, man, what do I, I need to study that? That dude is, you know, that dude with the Lamborghini over there. I need to study his marketing techniques. Right. So, well, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's And well, it's also changed too, because how initially Amazon FBA kind of has evolved and you've probably seen this too, is people got into it and they're like, how do we attract more people to buy our, th- our shtick, if you will. Oh, like success means things and opportunity. Now it's evolved into time uh, freedom, things like that. Then it's also evolved into, um, supplement your nine to five job. like it's evolved into more like a holistic thing, but it was really flashy at first and people like, Oh yeah, like that's really cool. But it's changed. Like our psychology has changed over time and what people want, whether it's selling an idea to an individual for a new seller or just people buying ideas and products and things like that, just as like, as the shopper behavior has changed from retail focused, now to mainly online focus where was a luxury to buy things online. Now it's a necessity to buy things online. It's all evolved over time. And it's up to us as sellers or service providers to really stay ahead of the curve and not get rolled up into all this like chaotic mess.
1: Right. Yeah, I would agree. You know, and I, I think the opportunity is still huge. And it's not a saturated market if you can be a good marketer. It never has been. It's always been saturated in some categories, but the good marketer always wins. So just, you know, we can all do better at connecting with our customers and helping them feel special and uh, making them the hero and we can't lose that way. So, but don't forget your SEO because you are in e-commerce after all. So they have to be able to find you in order to buy from you. So good stuff.
0: And that's how you stand out too. Uh, really quickly before the top of the hour, Amy, Amazon recently came out. I think it was a little bit yesterday or last night or whatever it was. They suspended up to all, all these like different brands out of uh, different markets and sellers because they're doing black act tactics. What do you think is kind of this? What is Amazon saying to sellers right now? Do you think?
1: <sighs> yeah, I found that. You know what
0: I'm referring to, right? Like all the suspensions yes, from yeah, even like.
1: So- I actually read the um, the news story about what happened and how they found the Elasticsearch server, and um, and my background is cybersecurity, so (laughs) um, like
0: ooh, yeah,
1: yeah. The minute I saw Elasticsearch, I was like, why are they bringing up Elasticsearch? Like that's like we use in the anyway. And anyway, um, so I was reading that story, and I, I found it really interesting that. It wasn't, that server wasn't secured and um, you know, it had so much data on it. But you know, honestly, I'm just happy that Amazon took some kind of action because we all know that it's been happening for a long time. I mean, how many Facebook messages, Instagram messages do you get every day saying, hey, are you a US buyer? Do you wanna take this product? Blah, blah, blah. And you know, either way, we don't put value in those products anyway. So for the sellers who aren't doing that, I want to say that, you know, think about every time that you have gotten a message like that. Do you put Mm -hmm. value in that product? No, you don't. You got it for free. You don't care about it. Like, okay, yeah, I'll leave you a five-star review, but I don't really care, right? So I think that it's still, the future still belongs to the innovators, and you know if you have 5000 reviews and yes that's giving you lots of sales right uh, because you know you're you're obviously ranking pretty well that way but customers are starting to see through that and i think that you can get a lot of really great genuine reviews just by focusing on like we were talking about earlier really great packaging really great unboxing experience connecting with your customers creating something that's just for them taking their feedback you know, you can be that brand that's recognized everywhere and you can do a better job even than these, um, I don't just want to say Chinese sellers because that's not fair. Right. right? There's it's people doing black ta- ta- tactics everywhere. Yeah. So, but you can do a better job than them. And I would rather have 200 legitimate, like well-written reviews than 5,000, like, reviews that come from them hijacking another product listing or that don't make any sense because customers nowadays, I don't know about you, Ryan, but when I shop on Amazon and I do a lot of shopping on Amazon, I literally, the first thing I do click on the reviews, go right Mm -hmm. down. I click on, I filter by one star and I see how recent were the most recent one star reviews.
0: I do most recent review first. Yeah.
1: Yep. And, and I look, I, I sort by one star and two star and I see how many there are and how many are recent. And then Mm -hmm. if there's a whole bunch of recent one-star reviews and most of people that are selling those cheap, terrible products and using these black hat techniques um, to rank really, they have a lot of one-star, legitimate one-star reviews because they get more sales, right? And I know everyone that I've talked to that aren't Amazon sellers that shop on Amazon, they do the same thing as I do. So I would say don't, don't let that intimidate you, you have so much opportunity, as sellers, especially as US sellers, you have so much opportunity to grow your brand, you have so much opportunity to connect with the customer, you understand the customer, um, and you can just beat them, period, like, you know? And you have opportunity to grow beyond Amazon, to grow into retail, to have that brand presence off of Amazon, um, and I know a lot of them aren't even focused on that. So. You know, you do you and you'll be rewarded for that. And that's, I think, legitimately the best strategy.
0: And if you're Amy Weiss, you're going to be planning for an exit pretty soon. So (laughs) uh, that being said, I mean, yeah, I mean, to be, I mean, if you do it right, like I said, you're building a brand that's the legitimate business entity, just as if you're going to open up a shop down the street, you're just have a bigger presence. You have a bigger customer base. Your product can get to a lot more people quicker. Just think at, at scale. However, you're going to build and represent yourself on, in business. Barriers to entry are just higher. You're just going to have to overcome it. I say it simply, but um, because of those barriers are higher, you're going to start weeding out all sorts of crap, and that, that's good for people like yourself and people who want to do this legitimately and make this an asset and not not just a, a liability or a you know a quick rich scheme, if you will. So, hey, thank you so much for hopping on again. I know that's that's a quick hour. I could talk to you all day. My, my top my top guess, I'm just like writing notes. Like I have, I have this whole list of notes right here. It, I promise there's notes on here. It's just really blurry, but, uh, I just constantly am just absorbing stuff and how wh- I guess, before I let you go, what's kind of next on your plate? Like what, what's coming up? What are you excited about here in the next couple of months?
1: well traveling we're doing some traveling and um and also before i go if anybody has found this information helpful right. and you would like me to review your listing you can go to amazingathome.com and underneath my services menu i have free listing review as one of my services so just click on that and there's just a little form and i actually send you a video of me walking through your listing and telling you so if you've got low sales or you're spending too much on ppc let me know. Tell me and I'll send you a confidential video of me going through your listing and telling you what I think and um, what I would improve upon and absolutely free. So that's something for you guys. If, if you'd like that service, I, I love doing them. I, I'm a total nerd about them. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check that out. And then I. Um, and then what am I excited about? I'm excited about traveling. We are going to be in um, Dallas this weekend. We're going up to Dallas and I'm going to visit with a re- uh, real estate mentor that we have. Um, and was, we're getting into real estate stuff. So that's exciting. I'm excited to learn a new stream of income. Um, I've always been a homeowner uh, around the world, really, but I have never um, done anything in terms of investments in real estate. So I'm excited about that. Um, and then uh, we will be in Miami at Wizards of Amazon on twenty right. second of May. So if you guys are in the Miami area, I'm gonna be there with the most amazing ladies of e commerce, like the, all the big names. Is that Memorial gonna... Day
0: weekend? I don't know. That's don't... close to it. Maybe we're around it. Oh, yeah, yeah so
1: the twenty second is a Saturday, and we're gonna oh, be at the... there. Yep, we're going to be at the Bonefish Grill. So go to Wizards of Amazon and check out their website and the event is there and we're going to just spend the day and a couple of the other guys of e-commerce I know are coming to Miami as well. We're going to do some barbecue and some beach volleyball and I'm excited about that. Um, Carlos says he's, he's starting to do burpees right now to prepare. Um,
0: (laughs) It's beach season. It's always beach season in Miami. That's no excuse. Carlos, come on.
1: (laughs) Hey, we've been busy. Okay. I I told Carlos, I'm like, dude, I have pandemic pounds. Like I get it. Um, but, uh, and then we'll be at prosper, um, in July, July coming up. So we'll be at prosper in July and we're doing the empowering women's conference um, during that time as well. So the official announcement hasn't come out on that yet. So, yeah. um, Stay but, tuned. but it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, excited about just getting out again and traveling again, um, in the U S at least. Uh, yeah. and I look forward to seeing all you guys out there. So yeah, reach out if you're in any of those areas, we'd love to see you and meet you.
0: Absolutely. And like I said, uh, go ahead and click in the show notes, uh, amazingathome.com. Go ahead and check out Amy. Of course, subscribe or follow her on social media. As always, great concepts and tips and, tri- tips and tricks that she's always sharing online. Just I always read everything she posts out there because you know it's legit. If it's coming from Amy's uh, business and her uh, content. So appreciate all the time that you spent today. And thanks again for hopping on uh, Crossover Commerce.
1: Thanks for having me again, Ryan. Thanks, everybody, for being here.
0: Thank you again. Thanks, Amy. Again, uh, that was Amy from Shop- or Amazing at Home. Again, go ahead and check her out. Follow her at amazingathome.com. It's in the show notes. Go ahead and check that out. Again, follow her on social media. I'm Ryan Kareem, the host of Crossover Commerce. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, who had uh, commented online, followed online, watched online. Uh, if you go ahead and listen to us, go and check us out on any uh, podcast wherever you might consume those, Amazon Music, uh, Shopify, or Spotify, excuse me, Google Podcasts. We're on all of those. Just search Crossover Commerce. Season one's out there right now. Go ahead and check those out. Amy's episode is on there, I believe, as well from the last time she was on. So go ahead and check out one of those episodes. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to watch all of this, it's on YouTube. Go and search for Ping Pong Payments and the playlist Crossover Commerce by Ryan Kramer. Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you guys again live tomorrow. We have Hello Tax talking about One Stop Shop. Changes for online sellers across Europe. I'm excited to talk about global landscape and how the people at HelloTax are helping people understand what's going on with all the craziness going on around the world. They're going to kind of paint a picture, help sellers uh, understand that a little bit better. But again, I'm Ryan Kramer, the host of this show. Go ahead and catch us live next time on Crossover Commerce. Take care.